0: On this week's episode of Read, Wash, or DNF, we continue with our case study on Stockholm Syndrome in Stephanie Meyer's third installment of her Twilight Saga, Eclipse, and its 2010 screen adaptation. And we ask the question what could be worse than 600 plus pages of teen angst? Uh, oh, yeah, 600 plus pages of paranormal love triangle teen angst. That's what's worse.
1: Also awful. Also.
0: Awesome. Fuck Jacob. Content warning, we're gonna break down what is and isn't sexual assault because this book raised some serious dubious consent flags. Welcome back everybody, Mel B and Jackie D here. We're continuing our poorly thought- out Twilight Month. If you haven't already, you know, like us, share us, follow, um, it just get on the social medias. We like to post our, and you know what, by we, I mean, our social media manager, because, uh, Jackie and I are just not good at it. So we have somebody <laughs> who is good at it, who's helping us. And we usually post the the books, the tabbing, the drinks that we have each week. Um, we're, we're starting to venture out and experiment. So we might be start posting the recipes for these drinks because they're getting kind of cool. thought we'd share them with you. Uh, if you're still here in this month listening to us, then you're a glutton for punishment like the rest of us here. Because, yeah, we are still continuing on. It's June, so that is Twilight Month. We, in a drunken super, Jackie and I planned out the rest of this year. And uh, Twilight popped up. We just decided to pull the Band-Aid off and just just get her done. And we thought, oh, it'd be easy. We've read these books before. We've seen the movies. We're in so much pain we are just so lost. This episode is actually probably gonna be interesting to say the least, because Jackie and I have no idea where we are. We don't even know what day it is anymore. No. Not at all. <laughs> but we do we do know something, and that is who we are dedicating our F bombs to this week. In spirit of this book and the choice that Bella made, or the I should say the the man slash not man that she chose, aka Edward. Um, Jackie and I are dedicating this to the men we chose. And as Jackie puts it, there was no epic battle involved. I mean, unfortunately, I think both of us deserve an epic battle for our love. But, you know, <laughs> none was had. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Get on that, Nick. <laughs> yeah, Stephen. <What> the hell? <laughs> Let's talk about what we're drinking this week. Jackie, do you want to sh- describe it? Yes, it is
1: called a Red Moon Over Manhattan, and it is bourbon, red wine, simple syrup, and cherries. There was supposed to be some orange peel involved, but we're like, oh, we overlooked that, but whatever. It's good.
0: I like it. And also our simple syrup is a vanilla kind, so it tastes like a cherry vanilla bourbon. So I would say since uh, since we changed the recipe ever so slightly, I think we should name this The Eclipse over manhattan i like it we really did outdo ourselves now we're getting fancy so we have these special little glasses that we put it in that will be on social media you can check it out they're very cute i don't even know what you call these i'm sure they have a proper name um but i'm not highbrow enough to know that uh but we did get the ice cube molds so they have the big fat round ice cube in it like we're fancy
1: yes I think thank you target it
0: special yeah, <laughs> it does it makes it look like we tried. <laughs> it does. It actually does. And I was like, you know what? We're fancy because usually we just mm-hmm. open a bottle and get to it or somebody else makes us something. But we we did this. We got a kit and everything. I, I, it's like a little bartender beginner set. you know we shaky shaky, does a measurement. had a we muddled stuff in this drink, muddled the black cherries. They have a they also have a special name, but I don't remember what they are. And we actually got them for, wasn't it last week's drink? But we didn't use them. We did, but we didn't put them in. Mm -mm, No, Mm -hmm. we used them for this. It's okay, though. It's okay. They're going to use. So that's what we're drinking, both of us. But now, Jackie, it's your time to shine. What everyone's been waiting
1: (laughs) for. I guess the drinking games are kind of my baby now. Okay. The Twilight Eclipse drinking game from foreveryoungadult.com. So... I realized this the last time I said drink when before every single one, and it was too much drink when. So I'm just going to cut that out. Just there's different sections. There's take a drink, take a shot and chug. And then there's even a pour one out section. First section, take a drink when Bella ditches Edward for Jacob or Jacob for Edward. (laughs) Jacob begins a scene shirtless, which is pretty much every single scene.
0: Begins the scene shirtless, so not take not take it.
1: Yeah. 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 Jorts appear on screen and there's a bonus. Yell jorts whenever you see them.
0: So I like that. Yeah. Just like parkour.
1: (laughs) Jorts parkour. That would be even better. Yeah. Yeah. Edward asked Bella to marry him and she says no. That happens quite frequently in Eclipse. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh charlie tries to give bella the sex talk that was pretty humorous
0: is that just a drink yeah mm-hmm. that, happens that seems
1: like people. it should be a chug for the duration kind of right thing.
0: yeah yeah, yeah. okay
1: yeah. uh any actor cough, krista stewart cough, uh <laughs> mumbles so much that you miss the very important dialogue damn it <laughs> Victoria leaps across the river, crossing back and forth between the Cullens and the Wolfpack's land. Okay. The camera pauses on all the Cullens posed like action figures. I
0: really like that one. I just think- Oh, of yeah, because they do that a lot. Like, even in the beginning, when she goes to Florida and they're just like standing in the woods the first time, mm-hmm. it does it does that sort of Avengers-like, pan- yeah. yeah. I just think a Deadpool with
1: superhero landing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a flashback. There are a lot of those in Eclipse. Yeah. Jasper flashes his crazy eyes, and crazy eyes is in all caps. That's like every movie, though. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's not you know. Specific. You know what?
1: You know what? Jasper reminds me of now. What? The one cat downstairs.
0: Scout. Oh, <laughs> Scout. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Our little (laughs) downside every time he sees me, it's just like crazy eyes. I wasn't doing anything. (laughs) Yeah, Riley looks menacingly over the newborns or off in the distance or at the camera in general. So, anytime Riley does anything with his eyes, yeah, he's on camera. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Um, the first kill during the vampire rumble, Jasper's flying leap head punch. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the last take a drink when is they try to make you care about Brie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. And I'm still
0: not reading that book. I don't care.
1: I'm not going to read it either. And what's going to happen when I get to the end of Breaking Dawn is I'm going to scroll through just so that Goodreads and Amazon acknowledge the fact that I finished the stupid thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm That's not going to pay attention to any of that. <laughs> okay second section is take a shot so take a shot for the tent scene so when they're in the tent yeah uh when bella punches a werewolf in the face and the bonus is yell face punch yes
0: and jorts because i think he's wearing jorts too yeah
1: yeah and then for the third wife reference so take a shot Now, I don't know if that's any, like, verbal reference to it or when Bella is trying to harm herself to distract Victoria or Riley
0: at the end. I think any reference, literal or figurative, go for it.
1: Okay. Uh, Third section, Chug. As always, whenever any vampire sparkles until said sparkling is completed. And I think we've adapted the Charlie giving the sex talk to a Chug also. So that makes two rules for the Chug session. Yeah. And pour one out. Obviously, this is optional since theaters don't appreciate your spillage even when it's for a good reason, which is this. Okay, so pour one out for the replacement of jorts with cargo pants. So we're (sighs) saying RIP jorts. Hello, cargo pants. Yep, For the hideousness of the engagement ring. And for the faux feminism of Bella's intent to hyphenate her name. I don't even remember
0: her doing that. I don't either. Seems silly. But apparently like like Stephanie happened. Meyer as a Mormon is going, oh, this is what non-Mormon women do, right? Yeah. No, bitch. Anyway. It's not, in fact, true. Mm.
1: So that is our drinking game. As always, do what you feel you can handle. Don't overdo it. We're not responsible for any trips to the hospital or altercations with law enforcement. Yeah. Especially
0: altercations with law enforcement at the hospital. Yeah. Definitely not. Yep. Cool. Drink away. You're going to need it. All right. Well, I guess it's time for us to get into who uh, read and watched. But um, we did both at the same time because it's June, it's Pride Month, so we're doing shit a bit differently, okay? We're doing it how we want to do it. We want to live our life. Don't judge us. Don't you dare fucking judge us. So, like, last two <laughs> weeks, we have um, watched first, and actually, you know what? Let's not be disingenuous, because we watched first and read, then watched again while reading, then watched again while reading, then watched again after we finished, because... I think Jackie says it best. She goes, what'd you say? I feel like I'm reading the wrong story.
1: Yeah. Halfway through this book, because we watched the movie first, halfway through this book, I thought, am I reading the right book? I
0: don't don't know what's going on. All right. um, I continued reading the this stupid, shitty white collector's edition that I had to buy because I couldn't find my original. Um, so yeah, then, then we watched it on Apple because I bought the whole stinking collection on Apple. I got all of them. And now because we've watched them so many times just to understand what's going on, I cannot open Apple without it going, you wanna watch Twilight? <laughs> We're yeah. doing this again, but, right? No! <laughs> but yes, yes we are. I got it about to get
1: But Jackie? Uh, Kindle. Same as always. How how? What Can't percentage are
0: you now it. through the whole collection?
1: Well, I started reading Breaking Dawn. It says I'm 67% of the way through. So there's a light at the end of this tunnel. <laughs> but there's still 33% there... left to go.
0: Is there... Hmm.
1: Uh, well, a little bit less because we're gonna. I'm not gonna read that stupid "The Second Life of." Oh hell no! Martins. I'm not doing that. What's it called? Oh, the short second life of Bree Tanner. Nobody gives a fuck. All
0: right, let's talk about this story. So we are in book three of the Twilight Saga. It's called Eclipse. This is essentially where Edward is now back from his uh, – who fuck knows what he was trying to do. And he's like, oh, I left Bella, but I don't want to be without Bella, faves. So now he's back, and he ain't going nowhere. But Jacob's had enough time with Bella where he's like, wait, dude, like, let me have a chance. So that's that's what we're dealing with in this story. It's just – and then there's, like, some weird vampire battle. And, of course, Victoria is there again because there's no other plot um, point that comes up to drive the story. So we need some sort of conflict because uh, the love triangle is just not enough. But here's what the back of this book says in the dead silence, all the details suddenly fell into place for me with a burst of intuition. Something Edward didn't want me to know something that Jacob wouldn't have kept for me. It was never going to end. Was it? Thankfully it did. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. It's never going to end. And then mm-hmm. it ends abruptly right. yeah.
1: the- so the overview or the synopsis of the movie or whatever you want to call it is and this is from IMDB as a string of mysterious killings grips Seattle Bella, whose high school graduation is fast approaching, is forced to choose between her love for vampire Edward and her friendship with werewolf Jacob okay <laughs> that sums the whole book up no, yeah, that's yeah. it, guys. That's, uh, that is it. And then it. the tagline was, it all begins, dot, 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 with a choice. Yeah,
0: no shit. You know, I'm just going to put this out here. I don't think she actually made a choice. I think they made the choice for her. Yeah. In the book, at least. Because they bring up that whole King Solomon yeah. thing. Just, just cut the baby in half. Oh, no, we don't want to do that. Just, you know, be happy, Bella. Yeah. That was my impersonation of Jacob. It was pretty good. I think it was spot on. Thank if you. Twilight
1: was Thank ever you. animated, you could do the voice.
0: Yeah. I'd be the voiceover yeah. for Jacob. Uh,
1: the budget. Bella, was... <laughs> where you, been, Loka? <laughs> The budget was a whopping sixty-eight million, and worldwide it grossed six hundred and ninety-eight plus million. So it was a tidy profit. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. People just can't get enough
0: of this. God. and I honestly think uh,
1: it's it, it's like the Bridget Jones review uh, you have to go back to see if it gets any better but you know it's probably
0: not So yeah I think there are people that absolutely hated this series that are like I guess I gotta see the other one mm-hmm. so that's just from the movie but this, this series, this franchise I should say has made so much money like think about all the merch and everything that came out of it
1: oh there are movie companion books and all this other stuff Graphic Um, novels, probably.
0: Yeah, there's like backpacks and t-shirts and bedding and posters and like, there's somebody, I was looking when I was trying to find this uh, cocktail that we got today. Uh, There's like a, people, their weddings are Twilight themed. (sighs) Whatever.
1: Okay. You know
0: what? Let's not get too far off track. Let's go ahead and talk about the reviews for this book. Well, I just want to say one
1: more thing about that. I'm pretty sure I remember Hot Topic or Spencer's had an entire Twilight section in their store. Oh, I'm sure
0: both. I'm yeah. sure both of them had it. Yeah. Probably Claire's too. Yeah, you could um, buy that ring. Probably. Oh, yeah, I saw a lot of that. They still sell it. Like on Etsy, you can get it. It's such a hideous ring. Yeah, awful. What kind mean? of? I'm trying to look like back in the day, that time frame, and nobody. Wore shit. You know what? Nobody wore shit that. Di- I digress. It's fine. Let's talk about the reviews for this book. Okay. Jackie's got the Goodreads
1: reviews. Yep, Goodreads. It was an average of 3.71 out of 5. There are 1.6 million ratings and just under 41,000 reviews so the five out of five i found i thought was humorous that's why i'm including it Uh, and it says if i rated this book less than five stars i am convinced my 13 year old self would somehow invent a time machine to travel to the future for the sole purpose of yelling at me so in conclusion (laughs) by rating this five stars i am single-handedly saving the world from the inevitable destruction that comes with messing with time travel and then
0: (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough.
1: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) This one is a bit lengthy. It's in little snippets. Uh, It is a one out of five. It's always Team Edward this and Team Jacob that, but there's only one real team when it comes to reading the Twilight series, and that's Team Suffering. Honorable mention to Team Alice, the only character I respect. Everyone else is a nightmare gremlin demon, and also somehow the plot isn't even fun. And also this book is no joke like twelve thousand twelve hundred pages long, I'm pretty sure don't fact check me. You really have to wonder Close. why we <laughs> Yeah. You really have to wonder why we all stand these books so hard in middle school. Which I don't know if that's actually a word,
0: but S T A N N E D? Yeah. Oh, stand? Yeah. I think that's some new thing I hear it on TikTok all the time. This is how old we are. Stand. Oh, we I'm stand. too old for
1: this shit. Okay. <laughs> well, this review was from March 7th of this year. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh were we depraved? What was wrong? Did we just need a juice box and a firm hug? I don't know, but it's upsetting. These books really do surprise you with their sheer ability to find new ways to be terrible. If in 50 years, a CIA report is declassified outlining the use of this series as a torture mechanism for feminist women who would one day be forced to confront the ways their middle school favorite series traumatized them, I wouldn't be surprised. In fact, that's a more likely explanation than everyone spontaneously being horrible. And this is the reason I picked this review. It's for you, Mel okay jacob kisses bella without her consent and tries to manipulate her continuously charlie cheers him on for uh taking Mm. what's his mentality even though it's his own kid
0: it's his own daughter
1: edward yeah yeah, edward kidnaps her when she doesn't do what he tells her to do Mm -hmm. this shit is exhausting why is everyone the worst but Bella is boring as hell, so I don't feel that bad for her. Honestly, she needed some <laughs> excitement forcibly injected into her life. But there isn't That's actually... That's
0: not the right response. <laughs> no, no. To when you're talking about someone being sexually assaulted and yeah. kidnapped.
1: Uh, but there isn't actually any excitement because how is this so boring? The plot doesn't start until 55% and even then the action is nowhere close to arriving. The whole action sequence is probably... but. Probably about 0.43% of the page count. And for what, you might ask? Easy to make more time to talk about how important it is to wait until marriage before you get it on. I mean, vampires who kill for pleasure, that's all well and good. But personally, I draw the line at premarital fucking. Yep. Edward literally looks Bella in the eyes and goes, "Your your virtue, I have to protect it everyone knows if you fuck outside the bounds of holy matrimony you get locked out of heaven and bella just bella's just like no yeah sounds logical that tracks good night it's <laughs> it, to the yeah, it's fun foreshadowing for how hard this poor girl has to work to get her husband to give it to her in the next book i cannot emphasize enough the extent to which i would burn everything to the ground in her shoes one cool thing about this book <laughs> is that If you were worried about the weird comparing the adult you love to a child motif being over since Bella and Edward are firmly in love now, you don't have to be. We get everything we need in Rosalie's tragic backstory during which she tells us that she's sexually and romantically interested in Emmett because he reminds her of her friend's baby. Oh my god i totally forgot yes. about that yes this series really starts giving us everything including basic errors and over dramatic writing techniques all in one like when one, on on one page jacob says what's it like having a werewolf for a best friend and on the next page there's a big dramatic moment where he can't say the word werewolf basically what i'm trying to tell you is this book sucks bottom line see above So they had a whole bunch of uh, updates uh, while they were reading. So they're to be read reviews. Only one love triangle and literary history deserves rights. Uh, Currently reading updates. Amazing that Stephanie Meyer wrote a romance about murderous vampires and moral priority. Number one is no sex before marriage. Um, And then another part of currently reading that said, Edward, Bella is so hot. She's a child, but in a hot way. Rosalie, wow! Look at that guy getting eaten by a bear. He looks like my best friend's baby, and that's sexy to me. Me, and it's a clip of uh, what's her face? Uh, she plays Selena Meyer and Veep. She was in Seinfeld. Watched oh her. yeah, yeah. Uh, I know exactly. Uh, Dryfeld. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's a it, yeah it's a gif of her as as Selena Myers like nervous laughter what the fuck
0: yeah <laughs> and then there's so much stuff that just like it gets glazed over as you're reading because you're like oh god another fucking disaster yeah but it doesn't even stand out yeah
1: and then their their final thing that they had in there was a pre-review this book is 629 pages long and I felt every single one of them review to come one star. <laughs> Sorry that was so long, but I think every last bit of that was relevant.
0: Oh really it really was. I think I tabbed every single thing that they brought up in that review to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Oh my God So in spirit, like you said, doing things a bit different this month, I last week we did parent reviews. the week before that we did critic reviews. This week, I went to Reddit. I wanted to see what Reddit had to say for the book. Reddit is, it is so good for the memes. I found so many memes that I think what I'm going to do is just um, post this on social media and put it out there for everyone because there's so many. I couldn't even choose one. That was my favorite. And I don't think I would do it justice trying to describe it, but there's a whole thread that is just memes for all the Twilight series reddit you did not you did not fail so good um so we're going to post that on social media probably on uh instagram and tiktok so look out for that um and then i also have i found this really great story on reddit about the movie so after you give your reviews jackie (laughs) i can't wait i
1: can't wait i love story time story time (laughs) Okay, uh, IMDB, I'm not going to go into detail into the uh, statistics and everything. Just know that it was a 5 out of 10 average. It kind of, like, spiked, went down, spiked, went down, spiked. If
0: Middle you're looking, of the road,
1: yeah. Yeah, if you're looking from 10 to 1 on the bottom. Uh, 10 out of 10, I don't understand. Every time I come here to read reviews, I'm just dumbfounded. Did we see the same movie? Like, seriously? I've read the books and Eclipse gave me everything I expected from the book. Maybe I loved it so much because I love Jasper. I thought they did a great job on the wolves. I didn't find the movie boring as some have said. I actually found it a little rushed. Some of the love stuff can be gagging. I hate Jacob. Let me say that again. In all caps, I hate Jacob. And I'm not a big fan of Bella. Bella. Though I'm sorry, uh, but I do think Kristen plays a good Bella, which I would disagree with. This is is where this review just started getting to me, because the fact that this person feels they're on a first-name basis with all of the actors, they're just throwing it out. (laughs) Rob's performance, I could give or take. Taylor plays Jacob well. I just don't know if people are going in with too high expectations or what. I thought that I really wasn't going to enjoy them switching Victoria, but to be honest, I don't think the original actress could have pulled this on, uh, one off. Overall, it's a good movie, and I would normally rate it 8, but because I think the rating is very unbalanced, I gave it a 10. No, that's not the right answer. Give it what you Wait, think it what? deserves. Don't, don't try to overcompensate for other people's reviews. Oh my god. Yeah trying to play the system here. Leave me alone. At that point, if this were a scientific study, your data would have been thrown out. All the data would have been thrown out. And they would have had to scrap Mm -hmm. the whole thing and start over again. (laughs) Funny. Okay, this 5 out of 10, uh, because the average was 5 out of 10. I picked this because it speaks to some of the stuff that we saw last week with the parent reviews. Mm Mm-hmm. Parents beware. Moral issue. I wish I had known about the moral issue in this movie before taking my 12-year-old daughter to see it. The movie is rated PG-13 for, quote, some sensuality, end quote. Mm. Well, there was sensuality in the last two movies, but in this movie, Bella is trying to take off Edward's clothes and lose her virginity. What makes this even worse is that she had... Just had a discussion with her father, who was concerned about she and Edward being, quote, careful. She is annoyed by this conversation and leaves the room stating she is a virgin. Next thing we know, she is at Edward's house, in his bedroom, trying to change that status. While Edward tells her he wants to wait until they are married, she tries to manipulate him into giving in. He appears to be giving in, and I leaned over to cover my daughter's eyes. But then oh stops God. and tells her they must wait. Sadly, this movie seems more about teen lust than teen love. And it hurts the moral community of this issue. With respect to the actors, the scene should have been left on the editing floor. <sighs> yeah. Maybe oh I'm jaded. God. Maybe I'm just... I'm definitely too liberal for
0: this woman. She, yeah, she's... um. Yeah. I think she's more moral than Stephanie Myers is. Whatever. And that's saying something. Yeah. Okay.
1: And I then <laughs> covered her eyes.
0: <laughs> I covered her eyes, my twelve year old. Well, maybe, you know, look at the rating. It says PG thirteen. Maybe if she were thirteen you wouldn't have felt the you know, compulsion to cover her eyes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And this last one is a one out of ten, quote, I'm hotter than you, end quote. And that is Eclipse to New Moon. The movie Hmm. Eclipse talking to the movie New Moon. Okay. Sweet Lord Almighty, it did not disappoint. To me, at least, this was easily the funniest of the series so far. Because while Bella and Edward in the first film was funny... And Bella and Jacob in the second was much less so. Somehow all three of them together are absolute fireworks. Not because they suddenly have chemistry or anything. Bella is still drier than the corpses of the whole Cullen family. Edward is still awkward and looks like he never wants to be there. And Jacob is now looking at a restraining order in a few years behind bars. Jesus
0: Christ.
1: And yet again, nothing happens for the first half of it. And yet... These two things are its greatest strengths. The first half of the film desperately trying to come up with any reason it can to make some people think Bella will never get what Jacob is hysterical. Or will ever. And when all three of them are in a scene together, oh boy. Some of the most glorious casting ever, methinks. Other than that... There is also some baffling directing and sound effects, the kind where you really have to wonder how it was even possible for something to be intentionally directed like that. The CGI is atrocious, the dialogue is as horrendous as ever, and basically it's more Twilight. If that's what you want after the first two, then great. And believe me, I did want more, because I am genuinely having a blast with these abominations. Bring on Breaking Dawn.
0: (laughs) Because they're... they're They're going to it because they don't like it. Yeah. And they just want to make fun of it. Yeah. I
1: I respect that. I respect that. I just imagine being in the theater for that and having somebody in the back just cracking up laughing anytime there's a dramatic scene.
0: That would be me, actually. Mm -hmm. I feel feel like if I saw this in a theater right now, I would also be that. Mm -hmm. So as I was searching through Reddit to see what people were talking about for the movie, I found this story. It says... 23 year old man found dead during screening of Twilight Eclipse. <laughs> so, the story itself is like the, in New Zealand, the uh, dude died in the theater. I'm, I'm sure there's some reason for it. I really I didn't even get that far because I was looking down at the thread and someone wrote, Girlfriends of the world, take heed. You are killing us. <laughs> <laughs> that is, and somebody else wrote, He died of stupefaction. <laughs> <laughs> Someone Probably. else. He must have actually tried to watch it. That's whats so right. He must have actually tried to watch it,
1: and his brain oh, shut down. Oh
0: my, <laughs> something. But I, I couldn't go any further. I saw that. I'm like, what the hell? Uh, then there's an- another thread here, which I, I put because I, I agree with this, and Jackie'll understand because I even said it to her. I was like, you know what? I like the music in these movies and that's what some of this thread is, is about how the soundtrack is amazing but everything else is absolutely fucking atrocious. church yep i agree hmm <laughs> girlfriends of the world take <laughs> heed you're killing us all right <laughs> characters uh i consider the book and the movie we we really just have riley in the movie um, with some more wolves, we do introduce the Clearwaters. Waters. But then in the book, actually I would say is that I don't even think Riley's actually a character because you he has like three lines at the end of the book. Yeah, he doesn't come know, in until
1: the end because in the movie you have um uh, the his parents in the sheriff's station with uh, Charlie and they're talking about him yeah. and all this other stuff, but that never happens in the movie.
0: No. Cause you only get Bella's perspective throughout the whole thing, unless there's like an epilogue or prologue where it's, you know, Jacob or someone else. Dumb. Uh, so in the movie we have Briley, but in the book we have more wolves cause more wolves are shifting in the pack. Um, and we do learn that Leah Clearwater did also change, but that doesn't come out till way later. And Edward is the one that has to tell Bella cause it's during that whole scene where they're practicing. And afterwards he's like, did you see the the little white one or the gray one or whatever she is? He goes that that's another thing that the pack wasn't looking or wasn't expecting is that it, basically they thought it was just grandsons or sons, mm-hmm. but Leah is a granddaughter, so female change. Yay feminism! That's what Stephanie was saying. They can be werewolves too, but they make everyone in the pack hate her. So like if this bitch doesn't have enough on her plate, where her long-standing boyfriend literally leaves her and prints on her cousin, and now she's going to be a bridesmaid. But anyway, but I digress. That,
1: that and what happens at the end when she tries to, quote, prove herself. Yeah. And then Jacob ends up getting hurt because of it, and they're like, stupid woman, she should know her place. That's essentially what they were saying.
0: Yeah. When, it's, when it really, like... Okay, we're going ahead of ourselves, but I'm going to put this out here. There's nothing in the book or the movie... That clarifies that she didn't like she couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. It's just Leah, no, and then Jacob jumps in. So maybe she was fine, and Jacob's the idiot. Probably. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Throw it out there. All right. uh Casting. Remember, we're only gonna talk about the new casting. We have Victoria. Yes, we've talked about her before, but now we have a new actress that plays her, and that would be Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, also known yeah. for you know, uh, Jurassic World. If anyone went and saw that, and then like a whole bunch of other shit, she's in. She's oh, she's the big actress. The daughter of Ron Howard, Opie. Oh, that's true. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. So Victoria, they recast her. I don't, I'm not really sure why. I thought the other Victoria was fine, but maybe now because there was more talking. <laughs> like she didn't really talk in the other movies. So who knows. Then there's the Riley, who is Xavier Samuel. Yep. Okay. Leah Clearwater is Julia Jones. And actually, I looked her up. I don't really recognize her, but she's been in a lot of stuff. She was in um, the New Dexter series. She What was the other one I just pulled her up as? Um, oh, my gosh. She's been in... I, d- I drew a blank. I had it there. I should have wrote it down, but she's been a lot of shit. Julia Jones is her name. Seth, and I love this name. His name is Boo Boo Stewart. I love it. Boo Boo Stewart.
1: That is the kind of name that you just want to like go
0: up and give him a hug and be friends hey, with. Hey, Boo Boo! No, no. Sue Clearwater, who is their mother, is played by Alex Rice. And I looked her up. She's She's been in stuff, but not like a lot she's been in some really shitty movies so Hmm. but good for her she got to twilight so that that's her character. i mean there's a lot of other characters but they're so minute very very minor. minor yeah and we have all the same characters from the uh you know willing that they're not dead they're still in here so far i really don't i think james and laurent are really the only ones that have passed away Yes. Oh, you know, we forgot um, from last week. Did we do Harry Clearwater? No. I forget. But he's, um, I forget his name because we didn't look it up, but he's from Dances with Wolves.
1: Oh, really? He was the chief. It's been you know? so long
0: since I've seen that. I know. And then I look at him, I'm like, you did Dances with Wolves with Kevin Costner and were absolutely amazing. And now you're doing Twilight. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
1: now you're having a heart attack hunting wolves. Yes because a vampire picked you up and threw you down on the ground.
0: Yeah. 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 That's so sad. Don't worry. Charlie's going to fuck your wife. It's going to be all right. (laughs) Yep. All right. All right. Let's get into this plot. Um, I think Jackie and I agree that there is no plot. So We don't even know where to start with this. So we're just going to go through and pick out things that we – we don't like. How's that sound? It sounds great to me. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. First thing, uh, this whole trip to Florida, okay, it comes on pretty sudden in the book and the movie. Actually, you know what? Let me backtrack for a second. Let me set the scene for everyone. So in the movie, we don't get this in the book. We get, like, newspaper clippings in the book. Cause remember, it's Bella's perspective. But in the movie, we get the whole – beginning scene where Riley is kind of hunted down and changed. And now he's a vampire. So we get that. So then when we, in the movie, when we see his face on the missing poster in Charlie's office, we're like, Oh, that's the guy. But apparently like Edwards sort of already hip to all this stuff that's happening in Seattle. There's like a lot of murders. Seattle's bad. Don't go there. And it's like, all right, I wasn't planning on it. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, I don't know where this all comes from. So we have Victoria that's hunting them down in Forks. But now she's like, you know what? I'm going to Seattle, and I'm going to start an army. Where the fuck does this idea come from? And Later on, we get this thing where she, somebody says, well, didn't um, when you were Edward, when you were tracking her, didn't you track her down to Texas? Maybe she learned down there or something. And it's like, What? And there's, it's so loosely tied together that it's basically just falling apart. Well, it and it,
1: no it, Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But at least in the book, you get some attempt at explaining it. In mm-hmm. the movie, there's nothing. Because they never go into that Edward tractor down south. And that's where Maria was oh, yeah. that, that Jasper was with. And maybe she learned from her. But,
0: yeah, it's... But even the tie between... In the book, it's still really weak. Yeah. She just happened to go down there and meet some vampire that Jasper knew in the 1860s. Like, not to say that she's not alive or anything, but really? That's, that's what we're going with. We just. Ugh. I just find it funny still that. <laughs> up on it?
1: Yeah, I just find it funny that the movie felt the need to fill in plot holes from the novel that it's based on.
0: But it made it worse because it made more yeah. plot holes. Yeah. Anyway, so we have we still have fucking Victoria that we're dealing with. I this is like when you have a nemesis that lasts 3 books, 3 very long books, but their presence is so minimal, like I you're using it just for that. There's, There's probably, probably that lasts- about
1: 10 pages of Victoria between all 3 books.
0: Yeah. Somebody mentioned last week on the reviews that like Alice's gift is really just convenient for the plot. And I mm-hmm. agree. I think Victoria's convenient for, I don't know. I don't even know what Stephanie's trying to do with her. Like there's some, Bella's in danger again. Ugh. She's so you're like, you're bad luck. It seems like she was doing just fine when she was living with her mother.
1: I would agree throw with that. that
0: out there. Yep. But also she comes to Forks and now, Oh, my God, Bella, it's your fault. You got such bad luck. She's like, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, I'm (laughs) almost 18. I haven't had an issue in my life. But all of a sudden, now it's my fault. Fuck yourself. But no, Bella's like, oh, my God, I keep putting everyone in danger. My family, Charlie, Renee, my terrible, terrible, irresponsible, childish parents. What about them? Anyway, okay, let me just push this soapbox over to aside for a second. We'll we'll get back there. But that's where we start. So we introduce more s- s- plot points even though they're just really fucking confusing. Okay? But if you're not really concerned with it, then you're like, "Oh yeah, here's the vampire. Oh my god, they're building an army." An army? They're building an army of vampires to come take out an 18-year-old human?
1: Yeah, seems no logical.
0: Sure. <laughs> yeah, they- She's gonna spend all that time and energy what taking care of you know what? Never mind. Never mind. But anyway, so where we get to is that Edward and the Cullen family are like onto this. Like, oh yeah, we've been we've been tracking this Seattle thing for a while now. And it's like, Really? You have? Why? You're in Fort you're nowhere near Seattle. Isn't Seattle like two hours away? Why I mean I, I get it, vampires are fast, but I just feel like it's like when we watch the news here, and we get all the fucking Maryland news. I'm like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. There'd be a serial killer on the rampage, just going house to house, taking people out. If it's in Maryland, I don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah, it's day to day, day to day business in PG County.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I'm, I tune out, but apparently these they're all honed into the Seattle news. Um, so because of this, Jacob, not Jacob, yeah, Edward. Sorry, Edward wants Bella to get out of the area so she's safe. Because this could, whatever. They haven't even connected it to her. They just don't want her in the area. Um, So how he does this is he sort of manipulates the situation and send her off to Florida to visit her mom for the weekend. Literally, it's like a Thursday afternoon. He's like, you should really go to Florida this weekend. I know yeah,
1: we're. Remember those tickets <laughs> my parents got you? They're
0: about to expire. You should. You should use them. Yeah. And in the movie, they have a really funny reaction from Charlie for this. Because he's like, oh, my God, there's a companion ticket. Like, super. I'm really happy for that. You know, it's funny. It's sarcastic. But in the book, he loses his shit. He's like, oh, "Oh, yeah. No, no. Hell no. No. But, you know, she ends up going anyway because Charlie's not a real parent. And, um, yeah, he has no say in anything, apparently. (laughs) So they go. They spend the weekend there some melodramatic goodbye she does to her mom, even though she sees her mom literally like six other times in between from there till when she changes. Mm-hmm. Right. Am I wrong? Cause her mother, come, yeah, whatever. She's like, this, I miss you, mom. I miss you. And her mom's just so oblivious and stupid. And I do love in the book that Edward sort of describes Bella's mom's mind.
1: Mm-hmm. And he
0: says, you know, it's got an interesting mind. It's childish, but you know, Interesting or something like that. I go. He literally just called your mom an idiot. Like that, yeah. it's childish. Oh my god. Oh, so they do that. They go to Florida, but here's the catch. Now Jacob knows that Bella went away for the weekend, but he thinks, oh my god, they changed her. They did it already. So he's calling, trying to see where she's at, um, and I guess. This is again, see, I forget like how it actually happens in the book and in the movie. But here's what the big difference is, is that Jacob shows up at the school, which does happen in a book. And by this point, he's also like 6'8", 6'9". He keeps growing. Um, But Taylor Lautner is still a a solid cool (laughs) 5'9". And he's still got the motorcycle that Bella bought. Yes, he fixed it, but Bella bought it and bought all the parts for it, so why has he still got this bike? Even after he, like, dimed her out and she was grounded forever for riding that bike, did he have the audacity to show up on said bike's sister? Go fuck yourself, Jacob. Seriously. So he's there. Then it comes out that Edward took her away to hide the fact that I guess Victoria was back in the area, and you're like, you tell your brother to stay off our land, blah blah blah. And she's like, what are you talking about? They wouldn't do that. And then Jacob's like, Edward, you didn't tell her. I'd tell her. Like,
1: well, okay. In, in in the book, she talks to him on the phone first when they get back, and he asks her if she's going to be at school the next day. She says yes, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and she assumes it's because he wants to make sure that she wasn't changed yet. Yeah. But when they show up at school, he's like, Jacob's here. He wants to talk to me. Mm-hmm. But in the movie, it is the whole, oh, he's trying to make sure that you weren't changed yet.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. He was asking because he wanted to make sure Edward is there because he wanted to talk to Edward like in a public place. Yeah. That's right. That's right. In the movie, it's like, he wants to see if he changed you. And it's like, nope, that's not why. He didn't care. Mm-hmm. Not the nope, he didn't. But so they leave it at that. He rides off into the sunset because the principal comes out and he's like you gotta go like, all right i'm gonna take my seven foot self and on this little dirt bike and i'm gonna zoom zoom away um but in the movie she hops on the, she's like bye hops on the bike and goes with jacob like bitch it's school mm-hmm. you you are literally there because you're walking into school but the movie's like nah, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter she's gonna do high school again soon anyway so whatever
1: well, it's like they were trying to combine that with uh, later on when she has to sneak away to go see Jacob. She's like, "Oh, Edward's gone, Alice. I have at least like fifteen minutes until she can get to me. I can make it to the um, reservation in time, and I can go see Jacob."
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is stupid, because it's just it's so ridiculous. And now I know it's because I'm a I'm a mother. Teenage girls that are in high school reading this and going or watching this and going, what? No, then I'm, we're the ones that get the stupid text messages and emails and phone calls six times a day saying your kid's not in school. <laughs> I would be pissed. Yeah, it is. It is literally uh, two text messages, two emails,
1: and then a phone call. And then while I'm on that phone call listening to the message saying yeah, the that my daughter comes- was absent for one or more periods, the next one comes in.
0: Yeah. Then no, Bella's like, I'm out, bye. I'm going with the werewolf, bye. And like, everyone's just like, okay, bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay.
1: Have fun, okay. be safe.
0: Make good decisions. So she goes, blah, 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 the reservation. And then we see that Leah Clearwater and Seth are both werewolves. And everyone's like, oh, Leah, we're in each other's minds. Her and Sam, we can't take it anymore. She sees <laughs> Emily again. Like it, It's this whole like powwow at the reservation and everyone's just super happy to see her and then Sam walks up and Jacob goes Sam we good he's like yeah we good what are we good about did I miss something I also want to know
1: why it's okay and well they joke about the fact that Jacob is always thinking about Bella but it's not okay for Leah to think about Sam the guy she was actually with like in a relationship yeah why that's burdensome, but Jacob thinking about Bella, why won't you call? Why Why do you call? It whatever. Why is it okay to joke about that, but not Leah?
0: Because a woman pining over a man is needy and pathetic, but a man pining over a woman is romantic, I guess. God, we're so cynical. I hate it. <laughs> that's the theme uh, of this so month. A- I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. The next, next week when we do our intro, it's just gonna be welcome back everyone. We hate it. <laughs> <Moving up. laughs> but This is a big departure from the book because we don't know about the clear waters until much, much later. Like they have the whole bonfire story. Bella has no idea that Leah and Seth are, have changed comes out much, much later. And again, it's not something she figures out. Edward has to tell her.
1: She's actually
0: surprised when she sees Leah
1: and Seth at the bonfire because she's like, oh, I didn't I didn't know they would be invited. Why are
0: they here? Yeah, like they just let everyone in on the secret now. Like she's like, bitch, sit down. (laughs) Um, something interesting, though, I was kind of happy about is we do learn even though it's ridiculous. We do learn where the clothes go or where they come from when they shift. So that was a big issue we had last week. It's like they're just popping out of the woods fully clothed. It's like where? How? My question is, is how do the clothes get attached to the leg? So I think they do it. Do they it... do it
1: before they shift?
0: Yeah. yeah, because 'cause they've some scenes where like Those they're walking into the woods or walking. Pretty fucking big wolves. So you're yeah. telling me that I I know, it still doesn't make sense. But we're supposed to go, oh, there's an answer. Move on. So many holes. Like That still
1: doesn't make sense. So many holes.
0: But anyway, so they tie something around their legs. And then when they're ready to shift, they just, like, tuck the clothes in there. But that's why they're always walking around in just jorts or cargo pants. Because it's just easier to hold it, like, one or two pieces of clothing instead of, you know, everything else. And they don't need jackets because they're all running, like, 120 degrees from stupid like that.
1: <laughs> they should be
0: dead. Yeah. And they're just it's hot and sweaty. And every time Belle's like, oh my God, you're so warm. I'm like, no, that's not, that's comfortable for like all of 30 seconds. And you're like, get off me. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Steven, it has his, he's, okay, so he's laying up next to me and it's like, you're so fucking hot. And not in like a seductive way. It's like, please <laughs> give me three more feet here. <laughs>
1: That's what Nick I and I. not do this. Nick and I would need the the uh, sleep number where you can control the mm-hmm. temperature on each side of the bed.
0: Yeah,
1: it's like I need yeah. it cold.
0: I need it hot. Yeah, and I need you to back the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> it's your get off my space. Body.
1: We should go back yeah. to the the fifties where they had separate beds.
0: Hell yeah! Yeah, but in separate rooms. <laughs> <laughs> uh so another thing that happens with bella and jacobs in the beginning is we get a bit more insight into the werewolves and what's happening with them um i I think it's from the story because we learn really the backstory of the quill or whatever they're called the tribe and um the chiefs and where they des- descend from and where this all came, the spirit warriors. And we get this, it's actually a pretty cool story mm-hmm. about the spirit warriors, their, their lore and everything. And then how the wolves come into it. Um So I like that. And then I would,
1: I would venture to say it, that that is the most interesting part of the whole book.
0: That story. It really is. Yeah. It, it is because, it, yeah, I agree. But after this, She has some questions, I guess, in the book. And she asks, like, um, or it's alluded to the fact that they don't age. And we also understand, like, why Jacob does look so much older. And he goes, well, because we sort of mature really fast when we change. So, essentially, he's more equivalent to, like, a 26-year-old than he is a 17-year-old now. Um, but also that they don't age. That's where we get the whole third wife from. It's not that, and I I hate that they didn't explain this in the movie because in the movie you kind of get this sense that that was like his third wife polygamy style, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't. He just doesn't age. So like he grows old, the chief I'm talking about, grows old with his wives till they die and then he marries a new one later. So this is just the third iteration of a wife, right? It's not that he's got three or f- more at a time.
1: Yeah, because something but about something in the story they say that they don't age um or they only start aging again whenever they can control the shift.
0: Yeah, like when they stop shifting they'll start aging again, but that's it's hard because they can't control it, which is a big theme like they have no control, but the Cullens have control. Whatever. I just Bella's reaction to this is so immature and ridiculous, I wanted to throw the book across the room. She starts freaking out. She's like, and you don't age? I'm the only one that's aging. It's like, no, bitch. No, the rest of like this whole human population is also aging. They are just freaks of nature mm-hmm. that can't have a decent wardrobe because they're always busting through it. <laughs>
1: Uh, constantly going down to uh, Goodwill or something yeah. to get somebody's
0: yeah. used shoes, and it's worse because they're living on the reservation. And Stephanie Meyer doesn't hate, you know, she doesn't not want to talk about how poor they are. When if she ever has an opportunity to talk about how poor they are, she does because she's racist.
1: No, <laughs> I mean, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they that's really the whole first part of this book is just Bella freaking out about finding out Jacob can't age. We we learn a little bit more about the wolves. Oh, we also learn about water. Rosalie. Oh, yeah. So this is, okay, in the movie, but this doesn't even happen in the third movie. It happens in New Moon, where when Bella does her, like, uh, the family votes. Yeah. Yeah. She's like at the end where she's like, we're going to vote about this. That's when she comes out and Rosalie's all pissed off with her. And she's like, why do you hate me? She's like, I don't. Let me tell you my origin story. Um, that's not how it happens in the book. So Rosalie's story comes out in the third book and it's after the Cullens basically kidnapped bella because they don't want her going to the reservation they don't want her near the werewolf so they, they kidnap her and hold her hostage which is you know we're supposed to just be like okay with it um so rosalie is the one that initiates it she knocks on the door can i come in she's talking to her and she's like being sweet about it why did they change that it
1: doesn't make I any sense it. at all it really doesn't make any sense Because Rosalie, I think, is one of the most sympathetic characters in the book. Yeah. Especially after you hear this.
0: Yeah. And she's telling her like, hey, I don't dislike you. I have some things and she admits that I'm just trying to get over it. And it's been a while and it's probably going to be a much longer time till I do get over it and I might never get over it. And really that comes down to is that she was happy with her life. She was like, I'm young. I'm going to marry this really rich guy. My family's going to be happy. I'm super beautiful. Like, what more could you ask for? And then my world gets turned upside down because this asshole and his friends literally, like, they don't say it outright, but it's alluded to the fact that they just rape and beat her and leave her to die in an alleyway in the snow in the middle of the night. But is the one that finds her. Um, But the thing is, like, she got her revenge on the men that hurt her essentially killed her um but she's not happy because she's like this is not the life i want i want to have babies i want to get married i want to grow old with my husband i want to have a normal life and i don't i met Emmett, and you know things are better like i'm happier but i'm never going to have what i what i really want and she's like and you have that potential and you're throwing it away because you're an immature spoiled little brat Shouldn't say that, but that's what I
1: guess. And speaking of that, Carlisle always talks about how he prides himself or he alludes to the fact that he prides himself on the fact that he gives people a choice. But with Rosalie, he did not. And I think that's another yeah. example of the men making decisions for women because they know what's best in these books. Mm. It's dumb.
0: Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess I they all say none of them really had a choice because they were literally like, I'm dying. I'm going to die in the next minute. So Carla is more like they didn't have an, another choice. Um, that's why they're so angry. At, well, not, they're not all, but why Rosalie and Edward are so distraught with Bella. It's like, you have a choice and you're choosing wrong. Anyway. Um, here's. Okay. So it's clear that. Somebody's hunting Bella. It's obvious as Victoria to a point because they know she's in the area, but they sense a new vampire and they don't know anything about him. So there's this, it, it takes a while to get here, but eventually there's a sort of truce between the Cullens and the werewolves. And it's all in this matter to protect Charlie and Bella. So they're taking turns, taking shifts, protecting her. And then, really what it comes down to is the the Cullens sort of just drop her off at the reservation line and she spends the day there. And then she spends the nights with the Cullens. It's like a custody drop off. That's what's happening. (laughs) And she says that in the book. Uh, Yeah. it's like, they meet in a McDonald's parking lot and they stare each other down and accuse the other of something. And then she goes off with the, the other one. So she's spending a lot of time with Jacob on the reservation. One of the, mcdonald's parking lot drop-offs he's super tired brings her home (laughs) falls asleep this is in the book and she's just like that's fine he's sleeping he's tired let him sleep i'm gonna watch cooking shows whatever like whatever (laughs) bitch he wakes up and he's freaking out because he's like i thought i'd have more time for this so she's like what what do you want he he confesses his love which is not really a surprise i think we all everyone was aware of this bella's known since book one essentially Mm -hmm. um and she's been playing them this whole time, <laughs> yeah. She's like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "I love you, and it, i you could be with me, and we could be happy, and you're just not giving it a chance, and you don't even know." And then he just he kisses her. This sort of happens in the movie too. He just lays it on her. Mm-hmm. In the movie, though, it's more like she's immediately like, "No, stop that ah, punch!" Not so much face punch. It's Yeah, face punch. George parkour in the book it's so much creepier and cringier because he's laying it on her and she's like oh, you know what i can't fight him off i'm just going to st- sit here i'm going to stand here and take it and then he'll he'll have to he'll just he'll stop yeah, eventually i'm going
1: to act like i'm dead just go limp
0: so I, all i can think about are the hundreds of episodes of law and order SVU that i've watched and i go how many times has this been a trend where they're like i just I was scared. I just laid there and took it. Mm. That's the only thing I was thinking of. That's horrible. This teenage girl's like, well, he'll stop eventually. What? Yeah. No, because what? some guys don't. What the fuck, man? It, it's even the fact that she just shuts down. Because, Oh, my God. Well, I'm pretty sure
1: at some points, too, he... he- Uses the logic that, oh, you just don't know what
0: you want. It's me, but you yeah. just don't know it yet. Yeah. You're not trying hard enough. Just give in. Then he, he she's thinking about how, like, she can feel how ang- or frustrated he is, is probably a better word, that she's not reciprocating. And I'm like, this is assault. This is sexual assault. This this isn't, there's nothing romantic or charming about this. Mm-hmm. It'd be one thing if he came in and, like, did that awkward first date. Like I'm going to try and go in for a kiss and she just swerved him. And he's like, Oh, like that to me is I get it. You, you went in for it, you got denied and that's it. But this is like, no, he grabs her, holds her in place. You're not moving from this. Like, like shoving a tongue in her mouth. Oh God, it's so cringy. And I can't remember this from the first time I read it. And I feel like I, I was always team Jacob always. What delusional self was I that I...
1: Oh, God. I don't know. I mean,
0: strange things happen to your brain in Iraq. I guess. Or just getting older and having children and you're just like, this is not right. And watching too much Law and Order or SVU. <laughs> yeah, that might that actually might have been it. I'm way too in right now. To what.
1: After Annabelle was born, I had to stop for a while. I couldn't.
0: I know, it's... It gets under my skin.
1: But then I have these times
0: where I just get super compulsive.
1: Yeah, I, I can't watch it anymore because of other reasons, but yeah. It's yeah, really yeah, yeah. Awful.
0: I think like seasons one through 15 are amazing. With I, Elliot. Well, actually, yeah, what season did he leave, actually? And now we're off on a SVU uh, tangent. I'll
1: look it up. You keep talking okay. and I'll interject right. at an inappropriate time
0: and force Got it. force it on you. Got it. I can't wait. I'm really actually excited about it. Um, so in the movie, she kissed him or she, he kisses her. She pulls away right away, punches him, and then obviously breaks her hand because I guess werewolves are also made of stone. I didn't know that was it. I didn't know they were just that hard. Like you can still punch him and not break your hand. Or maybe she's just that weak and he's he, there's nothing special about him and she just broke her hand on him. Anyway, she he takes he, she wants to go home. He takes her home, and then Edward's there speeding up, and he's in his face, and they're all fighting. And Charlie comes out like, "Whoa, whoa, guys, easy? What's going on?" No, this is not how it happens in the book. How it happens in the book is she is so ecstatic about how I'm going to tell on you once we get there, and I am I'm going to tell Edward what you did, and he's going to break your jaw. Like she's just. She's one of those women that has like a really big boyfriend when they go out and just start and shit. And the boyfriend's like, Stop. Like, no, I don't want to fight him. I had an experience like that that once. It was awful. Yeah. So it's just like, in the movie theater, like, Shut up. Stop stop." talking. Like, no, you shut up. My boyfriend's going to kick your ass. Like, that's the moment that Bella's having right now. And it's so childish. So she gets to the house before Edward. She calls Edward. He's coming. Charlie is, like, getting a kick out of this because he's like, what happened? And Jacob's like, I kissed her. And he's like, good for you. Excuse me? What? <laughs> I was I like, excuse me? so por favor. Like, what <laughs> the fuck <laughs> is this? Mm. Like, what is this? And he's like, oh. And then he's like, Jacob, you should probably go. Edward's on his way. And I go, I can't. I don't. I can't even talk about this scene, Jackie. It makes me so fucking furious. Well, this to calm to
1: calm you down, Christopher Maloney, who played Detective Elliot Stabler, his final season yes. on Law and Order SVU was season twelve, and then twelve. Okay, well, he came back later, seasons 22, 23, and twenty four, also as Elliot Stabler. But, but that's the, part of the, the new merge show. Between, yeah. 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 yeah, Those Steven's are crossovers. But yes. Yeah, so like
0: season it. 12, way back in the day. I was close. That was close. Yeah. See, we need Stabler here to fucking just cuff Jacob and Charlie and take him away. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Good for you, Jacob. No, fuck you. God, her parents in this book are the worst. They are terrible part of the reason it took me so
1: long to get through this book was because of shit like that because I had to put the book down I'm like I gotta watch something totally just benign and just happy right now so I watched
0: Ibiza hell yeah I would say this book is absolutely the worst out of the four of them have
1: we have I, we ever done research on trigger words for books
0: or trigger no, triggers no. in books? No, but TikTok always has them up and they're like, this one has this. But this is definitely dubious consent because mm-hmm. she's not like, actually, no, I don't think this is dubious consent. I think this is legit. Like, no, Jacob, no. Okay, I guess I'll just yeah, stand okay. here limp while you finish, like, yeah. tongue fucking my mouth. Like, I don't like, I just, I can't. So that's the first sexual assault that we have in the book. Okay. The first, there are more. Listen, Jackie and I have read some questionable, questionable books. Okay. But they were not young adult books. They mm-hmm. are meant for an adult audience with adult minds. A very adult can... audience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think this is the clear indicator where a, a child's brain or preteen or even a teenager. So it's still a child. Their brain does not work the same as an adult's. I mean, it's, there's so many studies, scientific. their brain, our brains do not work the same. So I think that's why when Jackie and I are reading this, we have such a visceral reaction to some of these scenes because we're like, no, but as a young adult reading this going, Oh, Jacob. Oh, I feel that. Team Jacob, team Edward. No. This is clearly undeniably sexual assault that's happening in this book. The stuff about Rosalie, that's just her backstory. It doesn't go into graphic detail that I think provides context and and that I don't have an issue with. I think for a young adult audience, knowing that there are like horrors and atrocities that happen in our human world, I think it's an appropriate way she described it. But this thing between Jacob and Bella is not healthy, is not healthy at all. So I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I, you know, a teenage, like a 13 year old girl reading this being, you know, fantasizing about being stuck between a vampire and a werewolf, super hot guys, but just having no control and being like, Oh, he's like, he's, he's doing this because he loves me and he's attracted to me. No, it's a power thing. It's control. Well, especially because we try to teach our kids,
1: hey, if something like this ever happens to you, you need to tell us about it and we will we will take care of it. But Bella's, quote unquote, support system, her dad is like, yeah, Jacob, he almost like freaking high fives
0: him. Yeah,
1: he would have if he was there. He he. He is not a good support system. And then Edward later on, uh, I'm sure, Mel, you're going to talk about the second episode, but Jacob asked Bella if Edward was mad. And she's like, no, I wanted him to be mad at me. But why? Why?
0: Yeah. You made a choice. It's your choice. Like, oh. <sighs> All right. Why don't we just jump right into this second sexual assault that Jacob does on Bella? Because this brings us into the like sort of climax and fall down from this whole vampire army thing. That's of newborns coming to get them. So I have this convoluted plan where they're going to mask her scent by Jacob carrying her to the top of a fucking mountain where she's going to camp out until they come, I guess through the water up and then they're going to have this big epic battle between the Cullens and the werewolves and then these newborn army
1: and Uh, it's in June
0: by the way yeah it's in June so on the top of a mountain she's like oh this is we're having bad weather and then Jacob has some ominous thing in the book where he's like oh this is yeah this is not good we get it foreshadowing Stephanie you're not good at it we get it (laughs) Shit's about to go down. You've already been talking about this for the last four hundred and fucking fifty pages. Like we get it. Something bad's happening. We don't need you to try to pull in the weather to move your story <laughs> along. So it's June, and you're like, why is it snowing up here? Because you're on the top of a fucking mountain. Yeah. You ever look at a mountain and it has a they call it a little snow cap up there? It's yeah. because it's cold. Because you're not in the same climate that you are at the base of the mountain. Is this you'd also, have some tr-
1: yeah, you'd also have some trouble breathing?
0: Yeah, but they're up there just chilling. She's like, I'm just yeah. getting this tent. I'm so cold. And then Jacob comes in and lays with her in the tent because he's but, 150 degrees or whatever.
1: But next morning she's standing out there in, in jeans
0: and a henley, not shivering yeah. at but, all. And there's uh,
1: snow all over the ground.
0: Like it's still fucking cold up there, alright? Ugh, I can't I can't but here's what happens. So and they're all manipulative. don't get Edwards not no better, okay So they're already engaged right? And she's got her god-awful ring, but she hasn't told Jacob. And she's not wearing the ring because she doesn't want to upset Jacob because she's agreed to this marriage. And the only reason she's agreed to marry him is because she wants him to be the one that changes her. So there's all these conditions, right, back-and-forth conditions. They're like It's a compromise. No, it's not a compromise. It's literally like quid pro quo that you guys are going back and forth with each other. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll do this if you do that, and you do this if I do that. what type of relationship is this? That's awful. A compromise, yeah, a compromise is like, you know what? We both agree that this is going to happen. Um, you want it to happen tomorrow. I want it to happen five months from now. But how about we settle on, like, the month after next? That's a compromise. I don't think Stephanie Meyer understands what a compromise is either. Because every time she talks about it in the book, I'm like, that's not what a compromise is. But all right. <laughs> Essentially the literary equivalent of Alanis Morris, It's Ironic. Nothing that happens in that song is ironic. Just yeah. like nothing that happens in this book is a fucking compromise.
1: Normal relationship compromise. I prefer cotton sheets. I prefer silk sheets. Okay, well, why don't we go with linen? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Normal
0: compromise. So <laughs> what happens here is that Ed- uh, Jacob's like, oh, I got to go check on something. He leaves. So Edward is talking to Bella and he brings up the whole wedding thing and the marriage, this and that. And then Jacob's like, you're marrying him. She's like, oh my God, I didn't know you were there. But then she turns to Edward like, you knew he was there? Why? She's more upset in the movie, which I think is a more appropriate response to that. Mm -hmm. Like you played and he's like, he had to know. It's, it's, it's like, he, he he has to find out or you have to tell him it's only fair. And the reason she didn't want to tell him is because he's about to literally go into battle. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous that sounds. That's what's happening. So she's like, I would like his mind to be in a good place and his head to be on straight. But um Ed was like, no, fuck that. Fuck him. I don't care. <laughs> he needs to know. So in the book, though, she's more like, oh, no. And Jacob's like, I'll leave you not Jacob Edwards. Like I'll leave you two to talk. So he goes off with Seth or something. I don't know. Um, and then she's having this conversation with Jacob and Jacob again, starts manipulating her. Like, well, you know, I guess I'll just see myself out. Like, like literally and figuratively of the scenario. Like you don't have to deal with me anymore. I'll just go down there. nobody knows what will happen. Like he's going to go kill himself or let himself die down there. And of course she's like, no, Jacob. No, even though I want nothing to do with you, I need you. She's like one of those girls with boys that they are like fucking Pokemon. She just has to collect them all, you know, like ugh. Or she Bella. needs to have, she needs to know that there's always a backup there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's her backup. She's like, mm-hmm. no, don't do that. He goes, well, you could ask me. And cause if we go back to the whole point where, um, you, Jacob says, well, next time you can ask me to kiss you and then it won't be sexual assault. So here he's found the loophole now. <laughs> he's like I will just do you just have it completely under duress but you asked me so it's got to be consensual right jokes on him though she can change her mind Uh, (laughs) I didn't have a good time it's right no Um, (laughs) it's terrible (laughs) so she goes yeah Jacob kiss me kiss me please so here we go again he pulls her in because at this point, he's like seven feet tall, and God knows how much he weighs, and he's super strong. And he's just holding her. And again, she she falls into this like, okay, I'm just going to let this happen. She's like a dead fish again. And he gets frustrated. He starts punching his tongue into her mouth. And, like, and then he like growls or does something else ridiculous. And she's like, I don't know what he said. He said I think he says something to her He's like just stop thinking or whatever this is what this is what you want. And she's like, "Oh, I guess it is." And then she gets all horny and whatever. Gross. Again. Mm. That's assault. Just- also also
1: kind of creepy because I know what happens in the second book or in the fourth book, sorry, in the next movie. Mm-hmm. And uh it's not her own
0: feelings. Yeah. Yeah. There's. Ugh, that's... Oh, okay, next week's gonna suck. <laughs> <sighs> so he's like, oh, you're into it. See? See, I told you you'd be into it. And I just think all I have are just scenes and flashbacks from Law and Order Special Mm-mm. Victims Unit. Yeah. That's all I'm thinking about. See, it's I told like you the, you'd be into it.
1: It's like the uh, incels, the in- involuntarily celibate. Take what they want oh because God.
0: all women yeah. just don't know what they want. Yeah, we don't, we have no idea what we want. We really just need you to come force yourselves on us and then yeah. we'll know because. Tell us what we want. How would we know if you didn't shove your tongue down my throat on the phone? Educate top of the us. Mountain? Educate us, please. 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 God. Well, you're into it, so you must, like, no, maybe it's just a like defensive mechanism where instinctually you're like I don't want him to get any more angry so I'll say his name. Like like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll
1: I'll kiss him uh, because I don't want him to slice my throat open maybe.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh. oh my god. Oh my god. Um yeah, and then there's like the fight that apparently in the book happens it- <laughs> Like, you don't experience the fight at all. It's just, oh, my God, this is so fucking stupid. So in the book, how you're <laughs> getting the play-by-play of the fight is that Edward is up there reading the mind of Seth because Seth is only 15, and he's in wolf form because they're using it like a werewolf walkie-talkie. And Edward's <laughs> no, that Edward's reading his mind He's getting a play-by-play. Like so- we're at a fucking soccer game.
1: Edward's reactions in the book made me think of uh, crime junkies. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh, no! And then you have no. no idea where it's coming from. You're like, "What? what is going on?
0: What What happened? <gasps> no. <laughs> <gasps> so the fight, the battle takes place in all of, like, a, essentially a paragraph in the book. Yeah. The 600 pages that were leading up to this what happened, they play out in a paragraph, right? Okay. So we're like, okay, cool. Fight's over. But then we're all like, oh, sudden suspense because, oh, plot twist. Somebody made it up the mountain. Enter stage, right? Riley. And then also Victoria. And then that plays out. So we get a little bit more insight into Victoria's relationship with James that we don't get from, the movie where Edward's playing her down like James only wanted you because you're like his escape plan like that's why they were together yeah you're good used- at survival that's it yeah that's all what a weird gift I mean I guess it's handy but like you know when to run that's away
1: it. I don't <sighs> consider myself gifted but I know when to extricate myself from situations
0: yeah like, I'm going to go.
1: Jacob yeah. looks like
0: he's getting you know,
1: forced. And, and you know what? It doesn't even <laughs> require any tact or any kind of social greases. Things get uncomfortable.
0: You're like, okay, bye. And then bye. walk out.
1: That's it. Yeah, All you have to do is turn around and walk away.
0: But Victoria is apparently, she's just really good at this. So, But obviously not that good because this is where she meets her end. Riley's getting torn apart piece by piece by Seth over in a corner on this mountaintop. And she runs head. Cause because Bella does the whole third wife thing, because that wasn't played out to fucking death in this book, the third wife, the third wife, the third wife, we get it. She sacrificed herself, but then it's also like, she'd have to stab herself in the heart. Bella doesn't stab herself in the heart. Third wife does. All she needed was the blood, so she literally could have just, like, cut her arm, yeah, cut something. And
1: I was thinking she, the same that, exact thing. Like, why totally end yourself if all you needed was yeah. just a little bit of blood? You could have found a shard and pricked your
0: finger. Drop of yeah, blood she's like, no, suffice. straight through the sternum. Yeah. Because
1: we, we saw that at the birthday party when Jasper tried to kill her. She got a fucking paper cut. And so
0: that... Cut. But the you bring up a good part because at that birthday gift, uh, birthday party, remember when she gets heated into the all the glass candles and then her yeah. arm, like I think it's her upper arm, gets all sliced up. So in the book, it's explained that she takes it and slices along the scar and cuts that open. Yeah, she's like because it had a lot of blood, so she knows it's a good spot. Where in the movie, it just looks like they didn't want to spend an extra five minutes in makeup to look like she cut herself so they just like punched a blood packet in her upper sleeve. <laughs> have blood coming down. <laughs> like got it. Fair so enough. So Philip plays the she pulls the third wife and then Victoria's like, oh my God I've no self control. I have to go for you now. Yet she's been literally spending the year with total self control. But that's how I see it. Like she's been fine. Yeah. And she has such a knack for self-preservation that she hasn't acted on it because she knows it's not going to go in her favor. But now, up on the top of a mountain, she's not thinking right and lunges, and that's when Jacob takes her and rips her head off. You mean Edward? Oh, yeah, Edward. Sorry, Edward. They're fucking both the same to me. (laughs) (laughs) One has fur, one doesn't. Oh, another thing. We learn about the fur, why they cut their hair. Because the longer their hair gets, the shaggy shaggier they are as a oh, uh, werewolf.
1: Yeah, and in For the book, wolf. Jacob starts growing his hair out because he thinks Bella likes
0: it more. But in the movie, he keeps it short. Yeah, so that's why he's more shaggy in the book. She was like, why are you shaggier than the others? He's like, well, let's let my hair grow out. It's like... So, what happens, like, when they first shift and their hair is, like, down to their ass? Or they literally just look like Cousin It? I don't know.
1: And if you notice, Leah, when she cuts her hair in the movie, it's chin length. So, you would yeah, think yeah. that maybe her fur would be longer when she's a wolf. But, she but it's not.
0: Also, the other young boys at the end, when they start shifting, they all already have short hair. But they don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, why? Ugh, whatever. Dumb
1: so many holes so many
0: uh Just holes so, everywhere so many fucking holes um but then there's jacob has the incident where he runs in and because leah is obviously can't take care of herself because she's a woman um no and she's
1: impulsive gets- and and reckless like a woman. Because
0: she's a woman. Yeah, because that's because we're so impulsive and reckless. That's just our nature as women. <laughs> um, so he gets like crushed by the one of the newborns that was hiding or something, his old right side's crushed. In the book, he's still in wolf form before he gets to the house because he can't shift. But that's they want him to shift because they're like, You need to shift, or your bones are gonna not set right. But in the movie he was like, ah, and then he's just laying there completely like, ah, shirtless, but I got pants on. I'm like, why'd you get your pants on? How <laughs> did that happen? Um, so, you know what I think would be funnier? If they just got, like, really baggy MC Hammer pants that just, like, one size fits Oh, my
1: God. They just oh, cut a hole God. in the back for the tail. Well, because they were really <laughs> so narrow. They-, they were really narrow at the bottom and then just yeah. parachute. At the top, so
0: that good. would probably fit the wolf. I feel, like, wolf. Really I feel good. like just it put would, a hole yeah. in there for the tail. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so he's crushed, even though they're all picking him up, mind you. Literally, the whole right side of his body is supposed to be shattered, but they're yeah. just like, "We got this. Just pick yeah. it up." And he's like, "Ooh, ooh, doesn't, Ugh, doesn't make a face. peep. Doesn't make a peep. Really, uh, it's not." Uh, Whatever. It hurts. Um, So how this plays out in the book, we get more explanation is that it's covered up by saying that Jacob got into a motorcycle accident mm-hmm. because Charlie is there when they bring him because he's spending the day with Billy. Um, that was the whole ploy to get him out of the house. So he would be safe. And then he hears them. And then there's a whole page where, Stephanie Meyer writes about, uh, in Charlie's perspective going, man, he's got, he's got some foul language. I hope he never used that language around you. Like he's, (laughs) his body is shattered and you're worried about his language. Wow. Yeah.
1: I don't think that's top on the list of priorities for Jacob at that moment. Jesus. Yeah. Jacob, Jacob, right 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 side of body crushed. Uh, I need to make sure that I'm PG. Yeah, not PG thirteen.
0: PG. Yeah. So he's healing. Doctor Carl uh, Carlisle has to like break his bones to reset them because they're shifting. He's burning off morphine. It's all the same that happens in the movie. Um, but then, uh, yeah, he gets better. In the book, it makes more sense because he's has the crutches he's walking around with because he's like can't heal that quick, you know. I'm supposed to just shatter my body. Well,
1: he uh well he says that's because Charlie was there and Charlie told everybody that he was in a motorcycle yeah. accident, so he has to use the crutches. It's an inconvenience.
0: Yeah. He, he's gotta play it up. Mm-hmm. Um I think the ending I don't even you know what? So we're we're good with that. I'm drawing blank. I don't even fucking remember how this book actually ends. <laughs> like, what? oh, it's Jacob like running out into the woods, right? He leaves. He's like, I'm going to go be a wolf for a while.
1: Yeah, yeah, which doesn't actually happen until Breaking Dawn part 1 in the movies. Yeah. He doesn't cuz he gets the invitation in the mail in that one and he runs off.
0: But it but doesn't then seem like that's a different timeline. Yeah. But it's also different because he runs off, but then a couple scenes later, he's sitting on the beach talking to Leah. Mm -hmm. So he's not really a wolf again, where what happens is he gets that Leah's talking to him on the cliff about, um, you know, whatever. And he gets all frustrated. And then that's where he decides to like leave and he doesn't come back and he stays Mm -hmm. as a wolf for however long, a couple months. Yeah. Um, but this is like where the end sort of bleeds into the beginning of Breaking Dawn, but in the book it's, it's at the it's the epilogue in the end.
1: But um, we also had the the whole explanation for the thing that I brought up last week why Alice and Jasper were able to affect Bella and nobody else can. Oh yeah. We have yeah. that discovery. Which doesn't yeah, happen it, in the movie.
0: Nope, they don't talk about it. We're just let to believe whatever. Uh, which I'm, as we're reading Breaking Dawn, I'm going to look out for the um, Kate stuff, the yeah. one of the non vampires, yeah. Because that doesn't jive with what Alice and Jasper can do. So what Alice and Jasper are saying is anything that affects Bella's mind, like uh, like when Jane does it, it's just she's making you believe like that you're in pain, but you're actually not physically in pain. It's just your mind thinks you're in pain. Arrow is reading your memories, your mind. Edward can read your thoughts, your mind, blah, blah. But what Alice and Jasper can do are Alice's outcomes on decisions, so that means, like, it's already thought. But that's still a mind thing, right? Because if you make well, a decision... It, it it impacts things outside of your mind, I guess. Maybe. But Jasper's makes more sense, because Jasper's is, is physical. Like, he is physically changing your emotion where, like, The The chemistry in your
1: body. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he's calming your heart rate. He's up and you're like that stuff. So that's why the reason, um, I have an issue with this for when we talk about breaking Dawn is because Kate, one of the Denali cousins, you know, from Alaska, she can electrocute people essentially, but it does not work on Bella. But it looks like it's clearly a physical thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what comes of that. Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> With uh, much so, yeah, gusto so now- and enthusiasm. Yes, because we mm. care so much. Um. So here we are. Everything's happy now. Like All their enemies are out of the way. But the Volturi are what show up at the end. And the Volturi mm. are like, well, not all of them. It's Jane and her brother and Felix. Felix, and then yeah. Other, and another dude that got recasted from the last time we saw him. So yeah, whatever.
1: Jane, Felix, Dimitri. Those are the only three names that I actually remember. Alec. Alec, yeah. The brother. Yeah,
0: the yeah. brother. Okay. Uh, yeah, so they show up at the end and Jane says something snotty like, oh, Caius will be... Um, interested to know that you're still human she's like the date's set we're doing it don't worry about it and then they kill the brie because we care about this little girl that well she's not a girl she was like 13 or something i don't know just another character that has no bearing (laughs) on the story whatsoever none oh anyway so uh The ending is Bella telling in the book, and I guess in the movie too. Yeah. He's like, well, you got to go ask Charlie. You got to go tell Charlie. And that's how we end. And then Jacob runs off to the woods to be a wolf. Which is weird because he has such a visceral reaction to it. like He's so angry about this invitation, yet he knew. And they sort of reconciled this on the top of the mountain because he brings up the whole King Solomon thing. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, remember the women fighting over the baby? And he's like, oh, we'll just cut it in half. Well, I'm not going to cut you in half anymore. So I'm happy. But now he's like, I'm so angry they're getting married. It's like, what? You, you already know? knew that, jackass. I thought we were fine with this. I thought we got over this up yeah. on the mountaintop. You know what this reminds me of?
1: Conversations that I have with my chosen. Where... <laughs> He had a dream about how the conversation ended, and it wasn't how it actually ended.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm like, he actually Bringed... had the whole discussion in his mind. Yeah. Uh, stuff that happened in actual reality, like real life, and then his dream version of it don't jive. So he gets mad at me because it doesn't agree with his dream version of it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jacob's like, "Oh, I I didn't know we were serious up there after I assaulted you.
1: I thought you were joking.
0: Yeah, like I thought you were actually going to choose me because you were just so passionately aroused by my my you know sexual assault in your mouth. But anyway, um,
1: forcible affection.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so there we are. We mm. uh, made it through that train wreck of a story. We're almost done. One more, one more, and then we're putting this <laughs> two behind more us. For good,
1: two more movies. Oh, no, never again,
0: ever. No, no, never. I right, so I think we don't really. <laughs> this isn't going to be a shocker when we talk about our reviews now, but Jackie, I'm gonna let you go first. Okay, movie one out of ten. All I have to
1: say about that is meh preach yep book 3.5 out of 5 because we watched first i felt like i was reading the wrong book the whole time there's a whole lot of issues with the book i just i i i don't know
0: yeah uh, i just don't and i really don't know if i think the movies have really skewed how we take these books
1: the anyway. movies the movies almost highlight the misogyny. Yeah, the I feel
0: like the movies could have done a better job where getting us past the pitfalls in the books. yeah, but they just highlight them, which makes it worse. And that's why you get like this trash feel. Yeah. from the movies. you like, this is horrible. It's because Whatever. they've left out all the good stuff in the book and just highlighted the trash stuff, which yeah. is why I give the movie a 1 out of 10, because it is trash. It is utter mm-hmm. trash. And Kristen Stewart, again, ruins it. Mm-hmm. The book, I agree with Jackie with her statement, but I'm going to, you know what, I'm I'm going to give this book a 2. A 2? Okay. Out of 5. <laughs> a two. Because I didn't really want to like put it down like i can't do this anymore that never came up i was super frustrated and had to walk away from it every now and then but i still was like okay okay all right all right let's get through this a one for me is like i cannot i absolutely physically and mentally emotionally there was
1: one instance in the book where i almost had to put it down and
0: that was charlie's reaction yes
1: to jacob
0: i did i i threw that book down i was like we'll do this later I need to walk away. I need Charlie to think about what he said. (laughs) All right. So again, uh, it's probably not a surprise either about this read, watch or DNF. Remember we, we will never DNF for this, for you guys. We'll force our way through, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to say read. Same. Even though the book's fucking trash too. Yeah. Just read it. Just read. Well, we did it. That's three out of four. We got one more. It's a, it's a, it's a chonky book too. It's like 800 mm-hmm. pages and the movies broke the movies up into two. So, cause I want the Harry Potter that shit. That's why
1: we would have been better off reading Harry
0: Potter, which we might have to later. Like maybe we'll do that after we get over this trauma. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not ready for Harry Potter to traumatize me. Cause I feel like that's what it's going to do if we do that for a month. Okay. So next week, we're closing it out. We're closing it out with Breaking Dawn. It might end up being a two-parter, yeah. but if we do, it'll just be released in the same week. We'll just break yeah. it up so it's not a four-hour we'll, episode. We'll
1: go marathon with the recording, but we'll
0: break it up for you because we're here for you, the listeners. We'll break it up for Yeah. <laughs> Four hours. Sometimes, I know, we get like to about two hours, some of it are two and a half. We, we know. We get it. How
1: much alcohol can we get through?
0: Oh, we probably have to get ourselves our own little I box
1: think we need cute. to totally trailer park, trash it up and just do straight boxed wine.
0: <laughs> next week. <laughs> yeah, in plastic in plastic red solo cups. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what breaking down is. I mean, we're gonna to touch on subjects like teen pregnancy. Mm-hmm. I mean we, it sounds like trailer park, right? I mean there's some
1: shotgun wedding before the need for a shotgun
0: but still I mean she's 18 and pregnant mm. gross I don't even know what to say guys but just uh, we're going to end this out next week so stick with us and uh, we- <laughs> I can't wait for <laughs> I don't July know. I really can't wait for July yeah we're going to switch things up a bit but next week Breaking Dawn Parts 1 and Parts 2 And then we close out this bitch, hopefully on a high note. But until then, bye. Bye.